0: My guest today, Sam Hines, has identified exactly that as his purpose. Using a method called Theta Healing, Sam is able to put people into a meditative state and remove the limiting beliefs that keep them from living up to the fullest potential of who they are and bring people into deeper connection with their purpose, the reason why they're here, um, and also into deeper connection with themselves, with Source, God, and with one another. I experienced this firsthand about a month and a half ago, and it was truly one of the most powerful experiences that I've ever had, and we dive into it pretty extensively in this podcast, as well as a number of other things. Um, Sam and I met in Sedona at a fit for service summit and we go into that a little bit we talk pretty extensively about plant medicine dive into a little bit of Sam's past his introduction to theta healing his time spent serving in the army it's a really incredible conversation with a wonderful human being I hope you all enjoy Uh, You can find Sam's information, um, his website and Instagram in the show notes. I highly recommend you check him out. The Theta Healing Sessions are extremely affordable and they're extremely powerful. Please, please don't hesitate to reach out to him. This episode is sponsored by The Bridge Between, which you've all heard me talk about a little bit by now, but The Bridge Between is a mastermind program that is bringing together men's and women's work into a really powerful co-ed space so that we can learn how to best support each other and also tip the scale back into balance so that the feminine is not doing the amount of work that they've had to do for forever. You know, we are entering into a new time where we are really, really coming together. And to truly come together, we first have to learn what the other needs. And not only that, we have to learn what we actually need. We have to integrate all the aspects of ourselves, the masculine, the feminine, the warrior, the king and the queen, all of these these archetypal energies, all of these pieces of the psyche that exist within every single person, um, the, the easiest way to connect to the self and to others is to identify what those pieces are And that is how we bridge that gap in the bridge between That is how we come together through studying that um, Through holding ceremony around that We've got our first summit in Austin, Texas That's going to be at the beginning of March It's going to be five really incredible days of workshops rite of passage rituals, and just like deep, playful, loving connection with your community. Our applications for the first quarter are open now. You can find it at becomethebridgebetween.com or you can also find the application uh, in my link on my Instagram. If you want to support the podcast, the two best ways to do that are one, to just hop on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Um, I would appreciate that so much. And also, if you think that this conversation could help someone, and out of all of the ones I've posted so far, this one has a lot of potential to do that. Um, I just ask that maybe you share this with someone that it could support. You know, we're in crazy times And the duality of our situation is that some are stepping deeper into their gifts, deeper into their passions and their purpose, and others are afraid and still hiding and still numbing themselves because the reality of the situation that we're in is a scary one. So if you think this conversation, if you think I or Sam could support anyone that you know in any way, I highly, highly recommend and ask that you share this podcast with them so we can support. With that, I hope you are all having such a beautiful week and I hope you enjoy this conversation with Sam Hines. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm like deeply interested in this healing modality and just to get a clearer um idea of what we're talking about can you explain um a what the theta state is mm-hmm. and b) like what what are you actually doing to the psyche or to the person or to the soul um when you are healing in this theta state of course
1: so with theta healing it it was a modality that's been created by a lady called Viana stable She's based out of Montana at the moment. Um, it was her in her own personal healing journey. She found someone that I don't know if it was a possession or, but she was like very ill. Um, and what she did was she started channeling and channeling these downloads of Creator of All That Is, it commanded that you fix this person so and so. She didn't know why she was doing it, but it worked, and it b- brought this lady out of this. Um, like you see with the possessions on in ayahuasca, how someone just starts doing things out of their control. It was the same as that. And she didn't know how it worked, but over the next five years, I think it was, she got all the downloads and all the information. Um, So there's seven planes of existence in earth. The first plane is uh, non-organic material, which is your elements, then organic material, um, which uh, it's, I suppose is pretty Mm self-explanatory. Um, The third plane is our plane, where we exist in that 3D dimension. The fourth plane is the spiritual realm. And then the fifth plane is the 5D dimension, which is where the world's trying to move to, our next level of ascension. That's the level where your gurus are, your Jesuses, your Buddha, those souls that have advanced past the 3D realm because they've met the lessons they needed to meet to become the unconditional being that they are. The sixth plane of existence is the laws of the universe all the laws that govern us and how we work. And then the seventh is the collective. The collective exists outside of the laws of the universe and exists in nonlinear time. So when you're doing theta healing, I take both of our consciousness into the collective, into the seventh plane of existence. And that's where I do my work. Uh, Because it's outside of nonlinear time, it allows me to witness massive healings in an instant that then apply to linear time. So past, present, and future. So it's sort of like a switchboard. Say you have a past trauma and you have an energetic cord connecting you to that past trauma. I can pull that cord out and plug it into your future. Um, in the astral, uh, Reno from FFS, he said this during our session, he goes, dude, it was like you had a thousand arms, like you're an octopus. And you were grabbing and twisting and pushing my body and my energy in different places and just pulling out the emotional attachment to things that I should have already learned. Um, Does that sort of make sense?
0: 100%. um, (laughs) And and maybe that's because I have experienced it firsthand. And just to, yeah, to, to kind of like ground that in my own experience for anyone listening um, this experience that I had in the theta state, is the most like I, I felt like I was hypnotized um, not in like not in the way that I didn't have agency over my body but that essentially when when you're in this space the way that um, the way that the healing is done is you're asking me questions about like what am I holding on to essentially and what needs to shift for me to shift into like this higher potential of myself and so, it was this really incredible like meditative space where when you asked me something, something that I like, things that I felt shame about, like I was talking about my relationship with my father, my relationship with my mother, my relationship around sex, intimacy, um, my current partner, like a lot of stuff that I have a lot of weight behind. It just, it was like, there was no barrier. There was no filter between what I like, What in my psyche, I feel and experience shame around, um, it kind of bypassed that. And I was able to, I could, I could, it was like, I was disassociated from the emotion behind the thing. And I was able to just see and hear really, I was just kind of regurgitating the first thought that comes into my mind, like, um, but without the kind of baggage behind the thing. So, It was like tapping into my subconscious that knew why I am the way I am and why I feel the way I feel, but the barrier of like shame on my ego as identifying what that thing was removed. And I was able to just speak it really clearly. I love that we
1: started off like deep spiritual and now bringing it back to that grounded sense because it's Mm -hmm. going to give everyone the right understanding of how it works. Mm -hmm. So the way I describe it is Conscious hypnosis. Mm. I can't make a change on any of your beliefs unless you say yes. And that gives the power back to you. And if your mind doesn't want the change to happen, but your heart does, you could say yes and the download won't work because you're resisting it. And I've had that with a few people where I've had to then re question them and get them to dig deeper to understand why this belief is. Since serving them. So they allow me to change it. Um, I had great thought of how I could explain this before, but I've dropped it. Oh, what you were saying about, uh, feeling like the, the ego filter wasn't there. Your ego is virtually virtually in the back seat of a car. Like as Paul Selig says, when he channels, he goes, he puts himself visually in, in a meditation into the back seat, So the channels can come forward to uh, the guides can do their work. And that's effectively what's happening. That's why you started with conscious mind, step aside, subconscious mind, step forward. Because it really just brings that soul forward to answer the questions that you would normally hide from.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, 100% felt like that. And there were a few moments in our session where you did have to re-question me, Mm -hmm. um, where I had not quite allowed the download to really come through or I hadn't quite gotten to like the root of the issue. It felt like, Um, like I knew what I wanted to change, but I didn't quite know why it needed to change. Mm. But, um, in the, in, there were a couple days after, like directly after our session that I kind of felt like a baby. Um, (laughs) I felt like I was learning how to walk again, like learning how to talk again, learning how to relate and communicate again. Um, not in a, not in like a bad or a scary way. It was just, I felt, um, I felt so much, uh, like kind of weight had lifted from me. Like there was all of this new energy and freedom that I hadn't really had before. And I had to almost relearn what it felt like to just exist as that person without that kind of baggage.
1: Yeah, I love that you mentioned beliefs in that, because the belief is, if you think of it as a seed, like Don Miguel Ruiz says, anything you say to someone can plant a seed, positive or negative. Someone in your past, we go back to your your parents, planted a negative seed. That seed became a root. It grew into a trunk. It had branches and then leaves. And the initial belief that you brought up to me was the leaves of this tree. Then the first belief down which was the reason where it, you thought it came from was the branches And then it was the trunk and then it was the root So if I was just to remove any of those initial beliefs that you had spoken about There'd be another belief hidden deeper That wouldn't have been addressed that would then regrow So that's the purpose of digging deeper into all of these issues is so that I pull the root and get rid of everything But because a lot of these roots can be very old it's you're removing a mask that you've been wearing for a very long time of who you are. And by pulling that mask off, it's like, Oh shit, (laughs) who am I around this situation now? That's why I love it because it, it, it really does strip you back. And one of the things that a lot of people will say is like, Oh, everything looks brighter. Like the trees pop, the rooms clear because there isn't layer upon layer of mask anymore that dulls out reality.
0: Yeah. And I love, I love this concept around this. And really this is the main idea behind any kind of self work, spiritual work is that it's not an acquisition. We're not, you're not like giving me anything. You're taking something away that was never actually meant to be there and just bringing Mm -hmm. me like, you know, we only had an hour session and I know there's more, I know there's more stuff. Like there are more Mm -hmm. like branches and leaves that we could work through, but, um it was like being stripped of these kinds of like programs masks um stories whatever you want to call them that were Mm. causing me to react more than respond like i'm react being a reactive person in these kind of situations and yeah so yeah the space after is like i don't really quite know how i am during this Mm. because now it's like Now it's like, who am I really, when this happens, not who am I reacting as when this happens?
1: Yeah, and that's, um, sorry, go on. No, go, yeah, go for it, brother. Um, I like that you said, um, oh God, I've just lost my train of thought again. Uh, (laughs) um, ah, It was only a one hour session. And what I normally do is I get you to write down things that are on your conscious mind but we don't target them until we finished everything that your subconscious brings up first. So just like plant medicine, like ayahuasca, you bring up the things that you need to address in the order that you need to address them. And then at the end, when you're like, Oh, my mind's clear. I come back to those conscious beliefs. We target them and you're like, okay, I'm, I feel like I'm good. And the best part about that is you will address what you need to address in that session. And when it gets to a point where you don't think you can handle anymore, maybe not handle, but you've had enough that you should be able to process that is when we stop. And then as you integrate those things, other beliefs will start to become uh, clearer because then they're at the forefront of your mind rather than everything else that was there. And it takes a few sessions, obviously, and I've been working at this for two years, but if something comes up for me, I can just drop into that state, find out where it comes from and remove it as much as I don't like working on myself, um, I'm not sure why I just feel, I like when other people worked on work on me, I feel like I, uh, it has more weight to it and people can truly question you more appropriately when someone else is doing it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's it's so right. It's, I feel clear. And then a couple of days later, okay, I know what's next. Mm -hmm.
0: What do you see as the kind of greatest potential? that this healing modality has i mean as far as like treating treating mental illness um like where where is your vision for it specifically what do you think you can Mm -hmm. do with this
1: um my body just started tingling when you asked that (laughs) i love it um i've always known that my purpose was to increase the collective the consciousness and i know that i'm back here to to raise that frequency But one of the downloads that I had of late is that for every single person I treat, I can activate their purpose. I can question them on their purpose and get them to a point where they they go, I know exactly what I want to do in the future. And I know what I need to have to be able to do that role. And then I can bring it back down and be like, okay, so you need this skill, that skill, this skill start here. And that's, what's so beautiful about it for me. Every single person I treat, it's like, bang, you can spark their soul and bring their level of vibration up. That's the whole purpose of what we're doing at the moment is to raise the frequency of the earth. Uh, For me, if I can get as many of you guys, and I know that you'll end up being a practitioner for this, to be able to go out there and whenever it happens, whenever you hear the chink in someone's armor and you're like, oh, there's something deeper, you can question it and at the end of it you can go do you want to change it every time i have a conversation with someone and they say something that i know is maybe derogatory towards themselves or self-deprecating i'll finish the conversation with do you want to change that and they're like what do you mean i'm like right now we can change that and you can drop in and you can affect anyone on a very profound level in an instant that's what i want to do i want to i don't want to say that i want to lead I am here to lead. I know that is part of my mission, but it's here to lead others to themselves so they can lead others to do the same. And that's what this thing does. This thing just activates your pure potential and it can heal the world on a massive, massive level. Hmm. What was your first
0: experience with Theta like?
1: (laughs) With my teacher Dawn, uh, Dawn Selick. She's out of Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, I'm going to do a little drop. It's heart and soul sanctuary. Uh, I had a message from a friend who's extremely tapped in. Um, she's been able to see spirits in, in the physical since she was about six. And I didn't think much of that until I had an experience with her that I couldn't deny. Um, the thing she was telling me was from one of my friends that was killed in Afghanistan. Um, and ever since that moment, it's like, okay, I believe, but she told me, she's like, you need to go get energy healing done. And I happened to be in Flagstaff at the time and booked in with Dawn. When I got in there, Dawn told me she does Theta as well. I had no, no idea, no preconceived notions. And she drops in and she reads me like a book. It's like she's standing there with my Acacia record open and just word for wording, everything that I've ever done and been through. I'm like, okay, so this stuff's legit. And then within about 15 minutes, I was crying tears just rolling down my face as she's pulling these old conditionings and these old beliefs and at the end of it she goes to me she's like you need to do this she's like this is something that you need to do that you are going to be extremely good at and i took that with a grain of salt i was like "Ah, yeah okay and a month later i was like okay i need to do this <laughs> and i booked in i did my course and the night that i finished i was on the couch at home crying and I was crying because I realized the connection to source that I had, the amount of information that I could access. And my fear was, am I going to use this in the right way? Like that connection that people find on plant medicine, that, that true connection to divinity, I found sober and it hit me like a ton of bricks really did. But the more I eased into it, and practiced, the stronger I got, the better my channeling got. And it's at the stage now where with my business, I think I had 15 clients last week, maybe. And every single one of them purpose came up and they left it with that purpose. Like, and I realized that this is it for me. Like I found my purpose during my session. I can help others find theirs during their sessions.
0: This hmm. brings up an interesting question for me. And I'm mm-hmm. curious if you have some insight into it. Um, so this seventh plane of existence that is yeah. out, outside of the laws of the universe and outside of nonlinear time, mm-hmm. is that the space where, because um, if, our, if our soul is reincarnating in different lifetimes, mm-hmm. um, different planets, different beings, whatever, however deep you want to go with that. If we are, if we are coming back, that means there is a piece existing that is outside of nonlinear time that knows it needs to come into nonlinear time in order to achieve a certain purpose, attain a certain set of lessons, um, memories, experiences, etc. So, mm-hmm that kind of sole purpose that you talk about having, which is you identified through theta and realized that your purpose was literally to help other people find their purpose. Fucking brilliant. But <laughs> So is that like a purpose that is coming from a part of you that is outside of the laws of the universe, nonlinear space and time that knew it needed to come into this body, this incarnation to do this work?
1: Yeah, so all of the souls that exist. So I explain it like there's a tentacle coming from every person's brain and it goes to that collective. And that is why God is all-knowing and God is of all because God is the culmination of the connection to everyone's consciousness. And that's held outside of that time. You, you make agreements before you come back down to earth that this, you choose your parents because of the lessons they're going to teach you. You you dictate how your life's going to go so you can learn the experiences you need to become the person you need to fulfill your purpose. It's not saying that you don't have free will. Everyone has free will, but you say, I'm going down for this purpose and these are the things that are going to happen. But if you choose to do something else, that's your choice. Your soul doesn't have to do everything that it agreed to. But eventually, it's going to get to a point where inside you'll feel that calling like when you really need to wake up it'll happen eventually and that purpose is something that's it's preordained it's innately inside all of us we all know what we need to do but you need to remove those layers those stories that you've told yourself to find it and that's what's amazing with theta because you go into that theta brainwave state so your brain literally falls into rem sleep which is the closest connection to your subconscious. And you can tap into anything from there. If you are truly open, you can tap into anyone in the collective and you become all knowing. You become that God, you become that divine spark inside because everyone is innately good. Everyone is of God. That's why even the people that are on death row have someone that loved them because every single person in the world, there is that spark of goodness and someone can see it. No one is inherently bad. Everyone has that spark. It just depends whether or not they can, they can find it or if their condition is going to block them from finding it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really beautiful. And you touched on this earlier, but this, this particular, kind of healing as well as really kind of what I see from everyone coming out of fit for service. And that was just, you know, the first trimester I was even a part of it, but Mm -hmm. it's all like, I can't help anymore, but to see all of the puzzle pieces coming together from each and every one of these people that are Mm -hmm. aligning to form a much, much bigger picture that is far beyond what you're doing or what I'm doing or what anyone else is doing. Um, because it really is just an activation of consciousness. It's a remember everyone's here to help other people remember. Um, like Ram Das said, like, we're all just walking each other home. And, And really like we're walking each other home to ourselves. And then through whatever means our soul came down here to do, we activate other people. Yeah, And for you, it was this. And for me, it's different. And for every other person that is alive, it's going to be a little different, but that is the ultimate like evolution of humankind is that we're just waking each other up and waking each other up and waking someone else up.
1: And Um, that's, sorry, go. No, go on brother. Um, We're deep in the awakening. Um, Halloween, was the thinnest veil between the, the physical and the astral realm that we've experienced in a very long time a full moon on halloween and downloads came very freely everyone had information dropped into them for them to activate for that purpose to really fire up and for us to change this um speaking to kara from ffs she's like the pandemic that the world is in right now is not coronavirus it's self hate. And the revolution is self love. When everyone finds self love, they find unconditional love for everyone else around them. And our vibration skyrockets. That's like Cecilia Angel talks about this. Like, Earth is the last puzzle piece for the universe to reach a higher level, to reach a higher vibration as a whole. And that's why so many of us are here from other solar systems as star seeds, because it is our mission to bring Earth up so that our original homes can go up as well We're the last piece in the puzzle. And this has been an experiment here. That's been going for a very long time. It has finally reached boiling point. Now is the time for us to act. And I love that because every time I say now is the time I buzz and I'm looking to get that tattooed and para el bien de todos onto my wrists. And that was what came to me during uh, Halloween because when we did Wachuma, my first cup was, how can I serve? How can I work with Wachuma? And I was instantly called to a second cup. And my second cup, I wasn't in control of my body. I was channeling. And I sat there and I looked at everyone and I'm just like, para el bien de todos. And I smashed down my second cup. And straight away to me, it was like, this is it. This is my path. I need to work with this medicine that, Heals the divine masculine. What tumor gets rid of toxic masculinity because it drops you into divine masculinity, drops you into presence, listening, stillness. It's what the world needs. It means that the feminine can relax a little. They don't have to be so, they don't have to charge forward like they have been. They don't have to really drop into that really strong feminine to try and work on the masculine because the masculine will be worked on by itself. The, the right, the, the surgeon ayahuasca is great because it heals trauma, but the surgeon wachuma is the next step because it allows people to drop into that stillness and you can heal trauma from stillness. If the world slowed down, they would see what's going on with themselves, with their issues and they would be able to work on them.
0: I would even argue that the world has slowed down and has been showed its issues with the state that we're in currently. And I think not, not even think I I believe that I know that is why we are in the state of awakening that we are in now is because we were forced into Mm -hmm. this. We were fucking forced, not, I mean, you can say we were forced into isolation or quarantine by our government or whatever, whatever, like, whatever the whatever was the thing that actually incorporated the the shutdown or the slowdown Mm. but that's exactly what it was and that's why on one hand we have seen people really stepping into their purpose or at the very least stepping into what they care about and love and on the other Mm. in this duality we see liquor sales skyrocket we see Um, I mean, in the States, like cannabis sales skyrocket as well, because there's, (laughs) there's a collective, like, this is the, this is the tricky fucking part about knowing what your purpose is. And that's, and again, bringing this back to theta, I think this is why it's so fucking powerful is because on a subconscious level somewhere, someone knows what their purpose is. Yeah. And, and part of the purpose for everyone, is connection to self to source to others and when we recognize that we are not fulfilling that but we don't know where to go that's when we look to escape and that's when we look to numb and that's where we look to cope with any way that we've discovered works or quote unquote works yeah because it doesn't it doesn't work long enough it doesn't work long run (laughs) but it can take away some of that pressure of knowing like Fuck, I feel like I know what I'm supposed to do, but I can't do it. Yeah. And so coming in with this kind of um, healing that you offer is like strip. And I love that your business is called Limitless Beliefs because it's literally stripping away the beliefs that you have that prevent you from stepping into your purpose. And now that the kind of collective purpose has awakened and people are waking up to the to what it means to be. Um, human in this lifetime mm. these are the kinds of ways that we allow that purpose to come through and it's so powerful yeah. like i'm deeply grateful for you <laughs> and even just the work that you and i did one-on-one but knowing how much more this can spread is uh the next step
1: yeah 100 and that's like the universe caused us to slow down that mother energy of mother earth set off a a chain of events for this pandemic that saw the canals in Venice run clear with water. They had swans back in there. They had dolphins like rainforests are healing the level of CO2 in like the Wuhan province in China went down by like multiple hundreds of percent. Like, the world is healing on a massive scale because we slowed down. Like, we are what's causing damage to the earth and us slowing down is causing healing for the earth and for us. And it's beautiful. And you can see the rise of the awakening with the increase in yoga, the increase in veganism, the things that really look after yourself and nourish your body. Your your body is the only vessel that you have for this lifetime. You can't fill it with things that tear it to shreds because it won't last the way it needs to. And this, this rise is beautiful. Seeing people walk out of a yoga studio with a smile on their face, bouncing around, beaming with energy. It's, it's exactly what the world needs. And I love how theta falls into that. Like for my, my plan for a retreat center in Australia I will incorporate theta. And it's about preparing people for ceremony or the ceremony of life they come in and they work on their beliefs. They do the yoga, they do the meditation, they sit in, in a uh, float tank, they do a cold plunge. They test their body naturally, not on substances so that they can walk out of there being like, I feel connected. I feel ready. I know what I need to do to move forward. And I want to do it on a large scale and like dropping in with what you want to run next year with autumn is perfect because it allows me to to spread this to people. Yes, the data healing is big. Yes, it is all over the world, but it doesn't have a name. I think I'm the only practitioner in FFS and there was only five or six people that had heard about it. I've since done sessions with maybe 30 of the 150 in in FFS and my, my aim by the end of next trimester, so what, April next year, I want to nearly have touched all of them. And I know that from that, there's going to be a large portion that become practitioner and start spreading it themselves. It's the most profound healing modality that I've ever come across, but it just doesn't have that that purchase in the world yet. So I'm very grateful for you having me on to have this conversation because it will gain reach. People will reach out to me for sessions. I get to live my purpose, which puts a smile on my face every single day but it will activate their purpose. And if that's Theta, boy, I'm looking forward to being side by side with them running this revolution. Step by step, everyone has their purpose. Everyone has their place. And it's so beautiful to see people step into it. It really, really is. Mm.
0: (laughs) How have you seen this, if you don't mind diving into it, um, impact your life? Um, wow. how have things shifted for you before discovering this and having your first session leading up until this? Do moment?
1: we?
0: Let's go back to
1: 2017. Yeah. Um, or even 2016, I was in the military. I was a nursing, a nurse and paramedic for eight and a half years, including some time in Afghanistan. Um, so I had some pretty nasty and deep traumas that I was unaware of. Um, Towards the end of 2017, I'd been in a relationship for nearly three years with a girl that I loved. I still love. Um, I always will, because she's an amazing person. But we weren't right for each other, and I had that realization towards the end of the relationship. I was in a high-paying job, six-figure job, where if I had have kept going, we could have built the house that we were we'd already planned on building. We already had the land for. But I listened to that daemon inside, to that whisper. I moved to the US, and within a month of of being in the US, Theta found me. And it went from me being like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just following a calling. I'm traveling. I did 23 music festivals in 2018 in what four different continents. That was just my thing: was to travel around, find vibes, meet people, and people kept finding me. People were having issues on psychedelics; they couldn't integrate what they were going through. So like my purpose was calling to me, it was calling to me in my, in my waking experience, but then by tapping into theta, I can call to them in my waking experience. Like it's, it's gone from me walking around thinking I I knew what I was doing to walking around, knowing what I'm doing, knowing my purpose, knowing why I'm here. And it's so beautiful. Like Connecting with you on the way out of FFS, was so divine we had the best conversation in that car ride dropped in at that ceremony. Like everything has happened for a reason. And I know we are going to play a big part in each other's futures. And I'm really excited to help you tap into Theta and use it further. Like I'm, I walk around with a smile on my face every day. I'm always positive vibes. If something comes up, I can integrate it in the moment. I can understand it. I know where it's coming from because I've pulled off all those filters, all those stories that I told myself that I would hide behind. I, and this was something that who ran the ceremony, told me, he's like, dude, you embody what I see is the truest form of self-love. He goes, you walk around as your true authentic self all day, every day. And that was a really big moment for me because I've never seen that in myself. I never saw myself as one to love myself. It was something I've always worked on. And to have that reflected to me really opened things up and really made me appreciate finding theatre in my life and finding this tribe of FFS people because everyone wants to help everyone. And it's so beautiful to be a part of. So I, uh, that being said, I'm really looking forward to yours, to your mastermind, Mm. finding these new people, bringing in a new batch, like really connecting Cause it is, it's a tribe of people that I feel like there wasn't really many conversations where I was like, nice to meet you. It was good to see you again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, brother. I, yeah. I just want to reflect back that I am also so fucking grateful that we crossed paths that last day and it was also divine. I remember it happening. We were like, like even just getting the spot in the, Um, even me getting the spot in the ceremony was last minute. I didn't think I was going to be able to, then Bob just came up to me and kind of like offered his up. It's like, Hey, it's already paid for. Just go show up and and take part in the ceremony. I'm like, okay. And then I think I need to ride there. And then last minute you come up and grab me and I get to hop in your van. (laughs) We just have this beautiful interaction on the way down there. And that ceremony itself, Um, definite, like that whole experience of the summit with every person that I met and with every experience that I had, it all felt like a remembering. It all Mm. felt like I'm just coming home a little closer. I'm taking a step closer. Every time I talk to someone, every time I interact with someone, every time I go through one of these fucking intense cathartic releases in that space like i'm just getting a little closer to home and my experience in that ceremony um so to for just a little context there i don't know there may be 20 people there we're sitting by a riverbank like it's beautiful outside uh and we and could you give us could you just briefly explain what Wachuma is yeah,
1: definitely. So what comes from the San Pedro cactus, um, San Pedro cactus grows all over the world. Um, it's masculine based, um, when it's made, it's made in a way that you remove all of the external of the cactus by the core. Um, and then it's cooked down so that it brings up, brings out the masculine, but not the masculine by itself. It brings out all the intention that was put into the making and growing of the cactus, all of the love. So when you're making it, it's all about intention, love, holding space, cultivating the experience that you want in that cactus. So when it comes to ceremony, this very gentle and polite being, this connection to spirit appears. And it's not like ayahuasca where it slaps you around and forces things on you. It's like, if you sit with me, I will tell you more. It's your, It's your. It literally is the grandfather. Like You spend time with your grandfather and it's like, sit down with me, son. I've got all day to talk to you. And I resonate so much with it because of that. It's just this polite, I'm here to listen. I'll reflect to you when I need to reflect to you. It makes you feel seen. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel heard. And that's what so many people struggle with
0: and those are like those qualities you're describing about brewing this about creating it those are the qualities of the mature masculine that we have mm. gotten so far away from it is mm. this kind of genuine connection this care this kind of polite it's it's like i felt like i was just like in the warm embrace like a really strong, sturdy, stable embrace the entire time. And anytime mm-hmm. something came up in my, like in my psyche, every time um, something would trigger me or I would have a fear come up, it wasn't like it was forcing me to look at it. Um, it, was, it was more the knowing of, hey, I've got you, whatever mm-hmm. this is, like I'm gonna support you through it and we're gonna get through this together. Yeah. So when it came time to when when Bufo was introduced Mm. and I was not I did not go to that ceremony with the knowing or the intention of dropping into a Bufo (laughs) and that was my first experience with five MEO as well. So it was. um, It was a very beautiful surprise, but when Mm. it first came up, I did have that kind of like flutter of fear. When um, coming around and so the first time that it was offered to me i took a like very very small pull and yeah. um felt a little resonance from it but came out of the space in like five seconds it was not mm. it was not even quite a meditative dose um so i checked in with that energy with that watchuma energy and i was like hey I'm feeling a little scared right now. This is not something I've ever done or was expecting to do tonight. Like, am I going to be okay? And yeah. instant, like, yeah, you're okay. I got you. I promise you can do this. I'm like, okay. So I go in for my second round with Bufo, this time um, a much larger dose, and close my eyes, start breathing, drop into meditation. And after about fifteen seconds of this kind of like expansion, 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 like my consciousness is getting bigger, 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 it just kind of stops. I'm like and I ask, like, what what was that? And immediately the message comes through, it's okay if you already know. Hmm. Like, okay, so I open my eyes. And when I open my eyes and I start looking around, all I can think and acknowledge at every time I look at anything, I'm like, I look at the river, I'm like, oh hey there I am, and I look <laughs> at the trees, I'm like, hey there's me over there. I look up at the stars, like, oh wow look I'm up there. My hands are like digging in the dirt, like yeah I'm just like here I am. Autumn's hand is on my leg. I'm like, there I am over there touching my own leg. <laughs> <laughs> and, then it, and then immediately um, there was a person next to me that was having a hard time. And I feel myself like almost reach out a metaphysical arm and just put it on that person's back and start like rubbing their mm. back. And I'm like, hey, it's okay. I got you. Um, but it was this intense remembering of there is no separation Mm. between you and anything else that exists. You are a sovereign being. You make your own choices. You do have free will, but there is no separation between you and anybody else. I am Mm. that too. I am that too. I am that too. I am that too. (sighs) I am all of it. And every time... That I have since I've been home, anytime I drop in to uh, like a meditation with cannabis or psilocybin, especially if I'm using like binaural beats, I go right back into that space. It's like it's just unlocked now, and mm-hmm. and as as soon as I like do something that's like that like um, pulls the veil aside, I go back into the bufo space. Yeah very surreal
1: experience.
0: <laughs> the,
1: the Bufo state, as I like to call it is truth. Mm. You fall into your state of truth and I have reactivations with Bufo and I do happe. when I had a car- cannabis ceremony at Raven's eye, I fell into that Bufo state again and it allowed me to channel and speak truth. So if I ever facilitate, I can drop into that space. And I speak from source rather than from ego. And when you're in that state, your words have power. Not that they don't have power normally, but you really feel that power in that state. Um, Bufo, funnily enough, comes from the Sonoran Desert Toad. It's from a frog. Um, The Seri tribe in Mexico are the ones that harvest it in in the way that is traditional. They respect the frogs and they do it the right way. And that's what's the best with what Jason does is that the things that he gets are done with love. He lives from a state of love. He is nothing but pure love and it's amazing to see. And he wants to spread that. And he brings these situations to people so that they can see that and spread that themselves. And I loved so much when you shared your experience with me on the night. It was just like, yes, I know what you're talking about. I love this place so much. Uh, And it's something I want everyone to experience.
0: Do you feel like, uh, Oh, did I lose you zoom for the win? Yeah, I know. I, I long for the days eventually where I could just fly around the country to drop in with whoever I want, (laughs) wherever they are on the podcast. But yeah,
1: I, I, uh, it's not far away. Yeah. I, I can see the platform that you're building and I can see the reach that you're creating and cultivating and, it's truly magical. And like, I'm, I'm really honored to be here. This, this is my first podcast I've ever done. Really? Yeah. Um,
0: Popping my cherry. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck yeah, brother. I'm so, so honored to be the first.
1: Yeah. And I'm really happy it's this way. Cause we have a very natural flow. Mm. Like it doesn't feel forced. I feel like I've known you for a very long time and, uh, so what was I talking about before? I think I covered it anyway. But yeah, so 5MEO, uh, it's called the God Molecule for a reason. Mm-hmm. You become the universe in manifest. Like you become the colors and the vibrations of your experience. And like you said, it's okay that you just know. Because you have that in, innate knowledge that we are everything that we see. We are the, the, like the universe in manifestation. Our physical bodies is just a representation of learning because our souls need to be physical to learn. They learn through experience, through feeling. And the best way to do that is in a human body. And, yeah. <clears throat> I love it because it all matches with what we've been speaking about is it's my future, is my path. And I'm so excited to spread it with everyone.
0: What do you see as your future... Uh, around plant medicine as a facilitator? What's that vision look like for you? I love that you asked this question because
1: it was something I was going to talk about just before. Um, I came back to Phoenix a week ago because I was cold. I was going to stay in LA to cook with Chuma um, and I had a, a summoning to come back. At a breathwork session last week, I met a, a lady that currently helps facilitate ayahuasca but the plant medicine that's closest to her heart is Lachuma. And we got talking and it was one of those instant connections. We couldn't unlock our eyes. I couldn't see what was going on around me. It was just me and her stuck in a time warp. Since then, we've been talking and planning. And this week, we're sitting down to run our own ceremony to ask the spirit of, of San Pedro if we can work with it. If we get the yes, we're going to start cooking. And she's in a position where she's about to start traveling with her mentor for ayahuasca, but her mentor wants to bring in San Pedro as a part of that experience. And I randomly fell into her lap like she fell into mine for the two of us to take on the San Pedro aspect, but also for me to learn the ayahuasca aspect. If you can facilitate in in the, the ayahuasca space, in that astral space, you have a very good knowledge of holding space for every other medicine. Mm. It really is, you work in the darkness. Ayahuasca is all about dark. And if you can fight that darkness and prevail, working in the light, you just have so many more skills to do that. So my future for me is more learning as much as I can, sitting with these mentors that have been working with this medicine for 30 plus years, and really learning and embodying as much of those skills as I possibly can. And I'm on that path of meeting people that have imparted so much knowledge to me that I want to impart to others. And I see my journey as spreading these medicines, having these retreats, connecting with people all over the world so that when I do get back to Australia and I set up my retreat center, I can come over and guest speak involved. Um, But my main focus is treating soldiers with PTSD, anxiety and depression as someone in the military who's been through these experiences before and came out of it the hard way. I, I want to make it easy for them. I want to know that it's okay that what they're going through and that there is a way out. Currently in Australia, it's somewhere upwards of 14 times the amount of people that died in the Middle East have committed suicide because of what they experienced. In the US, that number is a lot more, which is kind of scary because you guys have had hundreds of thousands of deaths. Like it's such a big toll. And if a medicine that has been around for thousands of years that is polite and friendly can help that, I want on board. I want to be the person spreading that and connecting people. And I'm buzzing thinking about it. <laughs>
0: mm. That's beautiful, brother. Um, such essential, pivotal, incredible work in all regards. And this is this is the thing about these medicines, not just plant medicine, but theta, and everything else we're talking about is we're part of a mental health revolution mm. I, don't, I don't know if you've read Godzi's article on trauma yet um if you haven't i highly highly recommend it it has been buzzing around inside of my mind for the last 10 days since i read it every mm. time i'm in an interaction with someone that is describing like coping mechanisms patterns like my mind immediately goes to the information that he that he's downloaded and then shared. It's it's really powerful. Mm. But these kinds of modalities that we're talking about don't just treat trauma, they cure it. Yeah. You know, they don't just treat mental illnesses, quote unquote mental illnesses that are really just I mean, I'm not a psychologist or a neurologist, and I'm sure I know that there are actual fluctuations in how people's brains function. However, Mm. these like PTSD, um, anxiety, depression, these kinds of traumas are like this intense reaction or or illnesses are these intense reactions to trauma. And we can heal those, not just put someone on a medication that is going to keep them at like a baseline for their entire Mm. life. Like we're actually discovering the ways to completely flip the script heal this person let them live their life again let them be free again and in oregon we just approved um psilocybin therapy <laughs> and decriminalized um drugs substances <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like fucking go oregon um but that like just that and like with ketamine same thing ketamine therapy said um ketamine's therapy centers um mdma assisted psychotherapy all of these new modalities coming out that are scary for a lot of people because they're drugs again (laughs) quote unquote but they're actually doing the job that all of these other drugs
1: are claiming Mm -hmm. to do
0: yeah which is and it's not And it's really not even the substance, like it's not the psilocybin or the MDMA or the ketamine that is doing the healing, but rather the state that your psyche can enter into when you are on the substance so that you can actually dig in and do the healing. Mm. And so when I think about theta, a big part of me thinks about it in conjunction with something like ketamine or MDMA or psilocybin. What are your thoughts on that? 100%.
1: So I see mental illness as an altered state of consciousness. It's a state where your vibration is so low that you can't channel those positive thoughts that other people are tapped into. Um, Trauma like CPSD. So like, um, something there's that has come up, uh, chronically and over time, it just slowly brings that bar further and further down of those levels you can reach uh ketamine especially for um suicidal ideations the results from canada are astounding they have a questionnaire that's like 50 questions asked six different ways so they can establish your baseline people have their ketamine session and they go from wanting to kill themselves every single day to not wanting to kill themselves after one session their baseline is significantly brought up from where they are every session afterwards, the baseline keeps rising until it hits a plateau. But that plateau is like normal waking life for everyone else. It's giving them a new lease on life. Like for me, I'll do theta before I run any ceremony on someone who's having trouble finding their intention. I clear their mind of all these traumas that are holding on and it allows them to actually sit with the medicine in a way that they're meant to. So the, the, idea behind my retreat center in Australia is that you can sit with a medicine in ceremony, the way you're designed to. So instead of, I want to heal this, I want to work on that. It's, I want to connect with the spirit of Wachuma. I want to connect with the spirit of Ayahuasca and they can show you the universe. Like MDMA and psilocybin are currently being in our stage three trials with MAPS for PTSD, anxiety, depression, especially with soldiers. It's upwards of 75% of people are cured from PTSD, anxiety, depression after one treatment, end of life care. There was a study done in Australia um, at one of the the leading hospitals there for end of life, people that are in palliative care and upwards of 86% of people said it was the most profound spiritual experience they've had in their entire life. They're on their deathbed and these people are all of a sudden not afraid of dying. They understand that there's a connection to something greater and they go into their death, happy, ready, embracing. These medicines are the future of mental health cures. And the theta for me taps into it perfectly. Like everything that everyone's doing, all of these new modalities are popping up, this resurgence of sound healing. The tribal connection that people have together, sitting in groups like it 's the biggest form of healing your, your heart emits a frequency that 's up to four thousand times more powerful than your brain. We have a torus field, the energy rotates consistently in a torus when you are near someone, you sit in resonance, and your heart will sync with theirs. If you look at our frequency as a, as a, a sine wave. Mm-hmm and you've got parts of yours that are higher than mine, but mine's lowered, we can sink and you will raise my lower parts and I will raise your lower parts. That's why sitting in communal groups is so powerful, especially in high frequency, because it raises everyone's vibrations. We are connecting to the ways of old. We are connecting to what's been known for thousands of years that has worked because we lost it with the rise of the, the age that we are in now.
0: The new gods.
1: Correct. yeah. And that's what I, I said on my in my Bufo experience. I sat up halfway through my Bufo experience and I looked around at everyone. I'm like, I am God. And I'm like, you are God. Mm-hmm. Like we are here right now to change this world. The time is now. Mm-hmm. And now every time I say that, I feel alive. I drop back into that Bufo truth state. It's such a powerful place to be in. It's just everyone needs to see their own spark of divinity inside them.
0: Yeah. Mm. Man, but I had truth chills the entire time you were saying that. And, and something (laughs) you said that I really love and I want to touch back on is that this, um, entering, and and this is true for me as well, entering into a plant medicine state, there's always the intention, not, there doesn't always have to be, but there always has been the intention of like, I need this to fix something for me. Mm. And With that, we're automatically trying to seize control of this medicine that does not give us that we do not have control. Mm. Like we're, we're being tapped into, um, a vision state and maybe sometimes we can set an intention it'll show us the thing that we want. But I've, I don't think I've ever actually had the experience on a plant medicine where exactly the question I was asking was answered because Mm -hmm. that's that's just, that's not how it works. Mm. Um, maybe Maybe with ayahuasca, I haven't experienced that yet, but I'm always shown what I need to see. And so when we can enter into that space of like that medicine space with the intention being nothing more than I want to connect to self, to source, to spirit, to the spirit of this medicine and just show me. Mm-hmm. Don't. So,
1: Sorry, go so, on. <laughs> so much comes up for me with that. Um, I've learned the power of intention and the power of ceremony. Mm. I had a hape experience with a, a lady from Houston. She's a medicine woman. She had measuring spoons for how much hape she wanted to give me. She set the music and what came to me was surrender, mm. surrender into the experience but she sat there, held my hands over hers and prayed and thanked Pachamama, Thank, thanked Father Sun, Grandmother Moon. They called in the elements to work with me and it was the most beautiful experience I've ever had in my life and it was Hape mm-hmm. or Rape, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny. So with Theta, Theta put me in that mental state, when I went to ayahuasca, that she answered the questions that I asked in the order that I asked them because I came in there with a clear mind, I came in there with the traumas that I needed to heal healed All things that I didn't need to work on until a later date. And I went in, I'm like, show me who I've become. I went four cups deep, you know, on my first night of ayahuasca. And I sat there and watched the shamans do their work. I watched the people heal. And then when the ceremony closed, I went deep and worked on my own stuff, which has always been me. I, I got, that's what, how I was trained in the army to be. I was the person that looked out for everyone else. So when I needed to deal with my shit, I did it then. My second night was merge me back with my soul at all costs. And I've always been, had a disconnect from nature. She took me outside, put me in a hammock and told me to put a blindfold on. And it was like, okay, take your blindfold off. I opened my eyes and I was blown away. I'm like, oh, my God, look at the trees. Listen to the crickets. Can you hear the dogs? Mm -hmm. Like I was this little child just bouncing. And for me, that's what Theta does. Theta puts you back to the state that you need to be to go into these experiences where you need to be, to drop into them in a place where you can actually surrender because you're not being held back by traumas. And that's what everyone needs. They, They need a fresh start where they can connect the spirit and commune to the spirit and connect to the old ways. The old ways worked for so long because they're the way to do it. Yes, the world we live in, we need capitalism to control. I hate using the word control, but that's what it is, this size of a population. But it doesn't mean that we can't do it in a way that is more effective for everyone living here. The revolution is a change of our way of living to a more harmonious state. And before you make it down to Ayahuasca, which I'm going to Arcana, January 10th, if you want to join.
0: I've actually, um, <laughs> so I am signed up for a retreat, a week-long retreat in Costa Rica with Autumn in February.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Are you, are you doing Saltara, Arrhythmia?
0: No, it's not Soltara. I don't actually remember the name of the space. It's somewhere mm. that, um, like Jonathan and Lisa have been many times. It's working. Yep. It's working with someone that I think was working at one of the larger, yeah, um, facilities that has since started her own operation. Um, I don't remember what her name is, but I know many yep. FFS members have worked with her, and that will be my first experience.
1: Perfect. Before you go down, let's say the week before, Um, we should schedule a meeting or schedule a session and really strip away anything that's on your mind at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got an appointment or a session with Autumn later this week. Um, So I'm looking forward to dropping with her. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's going to be awesome because I'd love for the two of you to be able to go into that experience clear-minded to connect the way you need to Mm -hmm. because it's going to create such a powerful force behind you in a connection that's going to spread to all these people in your mastermind Yeah. that's it's, and that's that's what i want to do i want to be able to get people to connect to themselves fully so they can spread that mm-hmm. we um, are source
0: yep it's already there that's the thing it's, it's more we need not even we it, need to connect we need to remember mm-hmm. that we're already connected and that was correct that, yes 100 percent. that was my breathwork experience was this um like i wasn't tapped into it i wasn't feeling it um the music was really intense at the beginning Mm. i'm not really i'm like there's fucking resistance and then the first breath hold um like i kind of get quiet and i come back and the music is soft and then i think kyle comes over and just like puts a hand on my chest right over my heart Mm. And I just like instant break just, like <laughs> body's like fucking shaking, convulsing, crying five minutes. I settle down. Someone else comes and touches me. And as soon as the other person touches me, it, like like, it's like, I get the permission again to yeah. release. And then finally Vailana comes over and sings to me. <laughs> and when she sings to me, the, like the very first thing that came through was because I was asking why I feel disconnected from my heart, Um, which actually came up with you in our theta session as well, was Mm. this kind of of mind-heart connection. But what she brought out, or what she channeled into me, was you're not disconnected. You just forgot that you've always been connected to it. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this fucking aha, duh moment of like, no, there's no... There's no acquisition. You don't need to get anything. You don't need to you don't need to reconnect. You just need to remember that you mm. are connected. Like strip away the pieces that are making you think that you're not connected so that you can just mm. remember that you already are. she's she is such a
1: goddess. Her power is unbelievable. At the end of my breath work, so I was in the last group, as like the sun had set mm-hmm. and I came fully conscious and I got to sit there and listen to her and see her without seeing her. I got to see who she was but behind closed eyes and the way she resonates her voice at the same frequency as the bowls was true connection. She's playing music and singing, she is the music and she is singing. Like she her bowls and her are one and the same. And like that takeaway of pure connection was priceless. I said that to her afterwards. I'm just like, that was pure magic. Like she gave me the biggest hug and I'm just like, I feel so safe and held and connected Mm -hmm. because she embodies it so well. So I love that you got that from her because it's exactly the same message that came through from me. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it's, there. it's yours for the taking. Just remember.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I could talk for hours about the Sedona summit and maybe we'll come back again and just talk about our experience. Cause that, that actually has been something I've been called to do is like, I need to actually get it out. Yeah. Um, it feels integrated, but it also doesn't feel like I've stopped to integrate.
1: I was very the same. I have had a lot go on since the summit and I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and put it on paper. Um, and I took a couple of days last week to sit there and and write each experience down individually. And then I've left a a line or a couple of lines at the bottom of each page. And as something new comes to fruition, I go back and Mm -hmm. add it as the bottom as a new understanding so that I can evolve each understanding that I've had and truly integrate those experiences. And I think that's the big takeaway for a lot of people with any of these experiences is to truly sit with yourself. Mm-hmm. write down everything you went through and you felt and truly embody those, those changes. Cause it's very easy to be like, Oh yeah, I learned this. I learned that I'm going to remember, mm-hmm. but you forget. And that's, that's what we're born to do. We're born to forget and then remember. And then you remember faster every time. Mm-hmm. The more times you do that, the more times you sit in that truth state, the easier it is to help others to remember faster. And that's what I feel like theta is, is, It's a way of helping people connect the dots in their brain to remember. And it's beautiful. This whole experience, this last, from the moment that I signed up to fit for service, which was because of Vailana and Aubrey's podcast Mm -hmm. about love. I have been on a crash course, like lessons coming in left, right and center, and I've loved every minute of it. I've just watched myself blossom, unfold, open up. And truly accept who i am and being able to do that and stand in that truth has i've seen other people be able to do it as well and i can't say how grateful i am for that experience i'd love to to talk more about what we went through and the way they framed it like you could have a whole podcast on the divine masculine feminine day <laughs> <laughs>
0: Christine is the Creating an entire (laughs) fellowship around the divine masculine (laughs) and feminine day.
1: (laughs) Like Uh, it pure magic. Yeah. Pure, pure magic. To bow at the feet of women Mm. and hear them like screaming and like just powerful and so moving. And it's things that I'm gonna take in myself for a retreat back home. Like the Aubrey obviously like he said that at the fellowship, he's like, I thought this was going to be a, a chill day. I'm like, Oh, we've got a lot going on this day, a lot this mm-hmm. day, like Saturday can be a rest and they broke everyone wide open. So the fact that that's what your mastermind is going to be around is perfect. It's really going to break everyone wide open, mm-hmm. which is what needs to happen. We need to crack those shells off that we, we hide inside and shine as our true self
0: it's that it's that like shell around the acorn for the mm. for the acorn to grow into the oak tree i've been really really resonating with that a lot lately mm. and and i feel like that's what that week was for me yeah i really do and since but it's almost like it's almost like i've been growing like my like crazy weird oak tree has been growing somehow expanding inside the shell and now that it's cracked out it's just like fucking skyrocketing
1: yeah it feels
0: like exponential growth is coming <clears> through <throat> as soon as that initial moment of just breaking open and letting it out and it was that day that initially did that like the ecstatic dance was beautiful and connecting with everyone on the first day was all incredible but it was the the breaking point for me was that moment. And I can take myself back to it. Just like closing my eyes of hearing not just all the women, but all of the men, like every single person sobbing, like Mm -hmm. sobbing, like feeling tears land on like my shoulders and my head Mm and my hands (laughs) from the woman standing above me just cracked me the fuck open. And Mm -hmm. immediately the rest of my experience at the summit, there was no fear. It was, all, it was all just, I see you and you see me. And
1: no that's that what
0: they
1: seen. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's what uh, Stefano said. He got like three questions in. He's like, look at how many people are, ste- are stepping forward, m- male and female. Like, mm-hmm. you are one and the same. You are just in a different body at this time. And then it was Brian Bounds. I was standing next to him. And the question was... the was on the other side. Yeah. There's a really good photo of like the six of us all like wrapped in together.
0: Really? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have to I'll, send it to Please do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the question was around
1: um, a parent that had substance abuse issues, alcohol or drugs. And I heard him start to cry mm-hmm. and that cracked me open and I started to cry. Me too. And then it was a cacophony and everyone was just like, Oh, it's okay to feel. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be seen in this place, to be heard and everyone opened up like, Oh, wow. I, yeah, the, account the, the Oak tree in the shell stories. I like that cause I really resonate with it. It really sits well with me. I, I hadn't looked at it in that regard. Cause like I've always known what I was here to do. Not always, but like I've always had it in the back of my mind. I've always been a healer, someone who helps others. But after that experience, it's like, I know how I do it. I know why I'm doing it. Like it really connected me to myself, which is something that I had separated from. Like the breath work for me reconnected me to myself. Had an experience in Afghan where I was brought a patient that was already passed away. I couldn't work on, on her, but I was the person that was meant to be, to be able to do everything to save everyone. It's how you're trained and to not be able to do that. It broke me. I was, I lived the next eight years in third person. I had disassociated from my body and was living as my mind, but because I was my mind, I was connecting to everyone else. And I'm, a, I'm an empath. I feel a lot of things. So I would feel someone else's emotions and think they were my own and having this experience. It's like, it's okay to feel my own emotions. It's okay to embody my own emotions. They're there as a teacher that emotion is a vibration coming from my heart. That vibration is a lesson. Sit with it, listen to it, embody it. Like every plant medicine that you have has its own vibration. If you sit with it and listen to that vibration, there are lessons to be learned. And so my breath work was I I sat with the Buddha, my first breath hold, I turned to stone. I was sitting like the Buddha sits in all the statues and I could see him in front of me. And I went to ask questions and I was like, no, I don't need to ask questions because any question I I would ask, there would be no answer because the answer is stillness. Stillness is the key because the answer is inside for all of us. It was, the whole weekend was such a beautiful experience. And the amount of information that's been coming from me since is pure magic to be able to sit there and, hear someone's story and know how to mirror how to reflect what they're going through in a way that resonates with them it's yeah it's everything Mm.
0: yeah i love that reflection Mm. that you gave of your breath work about stillness and particularly this, this is a concept i was chatting with ryan about earlier this week is that and, and this is something that we were introduced or I, I, w- I was introduced to at least by Tim on the Soul Wander. It's mm. essentially that everything that you see, hear, experience, smell, whatever, is a sign coming through. Mm. If you're asking the right questions, like you can find the message in literally everything because it's all, mm. again, back to this Bufo state of truth, it's all you. It's all It's all coming mm. through to try to teach you something. And shifting that even internally, that is the biggest game changer. I think I've noticed in my own life since coming back from that session is that it's not just the external world that's trying to show me things. It's my internal world as well. Whatever feeling I Mm -hmm. have coming up, whatever emotion that I'm experiencing, there is something in that, that if I get still enough and ask, like literally. You can ask the fucking question in your mind if you want and then just wait. And mm. and like my intuition has been so on, not necessarily on point, but it's just been coming through. Like I can actually like hear it and stop and it all comes from what you're describing. Just like get still and mm. trust because it's there. You don't need to do anything. There's nothing that needs to be done in this moment. You don't need to like the, the emotion or the feeling isn't wrong listen to it mm. trying to tell you
1: that's what's good with, with being in theta so theta if you're meditating normally it takes you a very long time to get to that mental state to drop into that brainwave frequency the meditation that is taught for all practitioners is a fast track you can drop into it in the space of minutes and you felt your body moving around you nearly fell over multiple times
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was <fucking> powerful yeah <laughs>
1: And that's what it is though. It, it connects you to your intuitions. So you, or well, I ask a question and that voice comes clear and you ask another question and you might think that's right, but that might be your conscious mind throwing out the first response and your body will be like, no, that's not it. And you're like, Oh, okay. And then the next message comes up and you're like, Oh, I get it. That first thought was just a mask was a story that I told myself why I am like I am. It's your intuition is the guide to everything. And I said this to someone else. It's like, what I see is not truth. What I feel is truth. And what, when you're in that meditative state, it's what you feel. You listen to your heart, your intuition comes through and that is what you're truly feeling. And that is your truth. Like if, if we can spread this, if we can get this knowledge to people, which it's happening, people with the platforms are spreading it. But if more people can do it, it's going to spread like wildfire. And the world's going to drop into this amazing state where everyone looks after everyone. If something goes wrong, you know you can go to your neighbor and they're there for you. It's that age-old go ask the neighbor for a cup of milk from your mum when you were like five to ten you used to be able to do that. And now we're so disconnected from everyone around us that we don't feel safe doing that. We don't have the trust that we're going to look like, Oh, we're asking for something. We need something. It's coming from a place of love where it's, I am abundant and I will help you because I know I can. And I know it's beneficial because I know you'll do it for someone else. Mm -hmm. That's like, I haven't asked. There's a lot of people that I've done theta with. And I'll listen to my intuition. They're like, Oh, how do I pay you? I'm like, I'm not being called to ask for payment. I know that you were going to spread this to others and it will come back to me tenfold. If you would like to pay, you're more than welcome to. And obviously I can't do that for everyone, but if I get the message, I do it. And it's beautiful. I love that. I'm on a pension from the military because of what I went through without in Afghan. I hurt my back and my neck. I can live on that. The money I get from my theta healing is going into an account to pay for my retreat center in in the years to come. And I'm listening and I'm following, and it's unfolding innately. Mm.
0: That's the beautiful thing, brother. And I'm incredibly excited to witness this unfold and and just to reflect this back. Like that is that is what this experience has been like. For Autumn and I, it's like, just get out of your fucking way and let it happen. And, <laughs> and every time, mm. every time something's come up, it's like, oh, we need to fill this space and fill this role. And like, we need, we need this kind of person to come do this kind of workshop. We need what whatever the thing is, whenever it's come up, it's like, just get out of your way. Stop stop weaving stories in your mind of why it can't work and how you're never going to find it and just like get still. And every time we do that, it's like, Oh, we just need to call this person and call this person and like, Oh, we can do this. And then we call that person. And it, again, it just flows into it so seamlessly. And what you're describing feels exactly the same. Like this center that you're creating feels exactly the same. It's like, it's already there. It already exists. And now you're just kind of, it's almost like how you described in your theta session where it's, it's like you start with what comes up and then, you know, you work down from the leaves into the root to pull the root out. It's kind of like that with this, this experience. And I, and I feel that about your center as well. It's like the thing already exists and now it's just doing the steps that are laid out before you in order to get from here to there, but it's all like right here, it's all so Mm. clear.
1: And that's what I got. I got that from Augury's Go For Your Win course mm. um, because we got that as a part of our fellowship. Yeah. I signed up and one of the questions is, what is your ideal day at work? And you sit down and you write down what you could do in one day if, if it was the, the best thing you could do for money. And for me, it was my retreat center. And then from there, I sat down and I was like, okay, well, I need to either be able to facilitate breath work or have the knowledge behind it a yoga teacher, someone who can run meditation, do the float tank stuff, the cold plunge with breath work. And then I looked at it all and go, they're all skills that I can learn. They're all skills that over the next few years I'm going to tap into and build my own knowledge base. Cause I don't want to be the entrepreneur. I want to be the entrepreneur. I want to be the guy that's there doing the healing, being involved. I don't need to build an empire under beneath me that functions by itself. I want to be the person that connects. I want to be the healer that everyone knows and talks to because it's what I love. It's, it's, and what I was getting from what you were saying just then came back to my, that what I was talking about with going next door and asking for a cup of milk. It's collaboration, mm-hmm. it's working with everyone that you have met along your way and using their skills. And I know that at my center, it's not going to be just me. I know I'm going to have someone by my side that is doing the yoga, doing the breath work, someone else who's going to be there just to set up the the cold plunge stuff that that's their job because they're so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I want to pull people together that I know and love that their mission is the same as mine and it's to create mass healing in this world. And yeah, I, I love what you're doing. Cause I know that you're tapped into that. You're tapped into the collaboration. Into finding the right people that you know fit your mold. And if everyone could do that and get out of their own way and know that opportunities come from others, it doesn't just have to be you, we're going to be in the right place. We're not in this alone. Mm.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, brother. And I feel that I know this is going to be aligned between the two of us and I've got no doubt that you are an Mm. ally in this and you are a brother in this. And likewise, um, when the time comes I will fucking show up
1: in any way. And that's, that's exactly what I was, mm, that's what I was saying to someone the other day. I'm like these people in the FFS group will be flown out as guest speakers. They will be a part of the retreat each week and someone different is going to be there to hone and show their magic, their certain set of skills to pass on that knowledge. And I know that having these different people is going to draw a different crowd. These people have their own following, their own base of people that follow them, that love them, that would love the experience to meet them in person and learn from them. And I want to collaborate with those people. I want that to tap into their networks of healing to foster a big combined network. There's no reason why we can't all be connected. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's like what it used to be six degrees of separation. And then Facebook came about and now it's two because of Facebook, you can go online and you can find a connection between someone with two connections in between you, anyone in the world. It should be one and it will be. And you're a big part of that and i'm so excited (laughs) Mm.
0: like i've got one more question for you and then Mm -hmm. i'm i'm about at the end of my time here i gotta wrap it up but perfect if there if you were on top of the proverbial mountain and you had the ability to say the one thing that would ring through the ears the minds the hearts of every individual on the earth, what would it be?
1: I love that you're challenging me with this question. Mm -hmm. And I want to try and drop into source for it.
0: Please do take all the time you need.
1: Hmm. Slow down, listen. The answer to your question is within. It is not without. What comes to mind is as above, so below. As without, so within. It's everything that you see outside is a reflection of what is going on inside of you. If you slow down to listen to what your heart has to say, the answers are there. Take the time to sit with yourself and truly connect to heal yourself. And then you can heal others. And what come up in a session with me and Brian Bounds was if you continue to sharpen your sword, eventually there'll be no sword to sharpen. You have to wield it go out and use your power whilst you are healing because if you don't, you'll get to a point where there's no time left to wield it and there'll be no sword left to wield. And it rings so true because I speak to so many people that say, I, Oh, I can't do this. I'm still working on this. I can't do that. I, I haven't integrated this. There are a million other things you have integrated that you can spread. Now is the time to do that. Seize your power. Step into it. Become the person that you know you are. The world is ready. Mm. I love you, brother. I love that question so much.
0: Mm. I fucking love you too, brother. That was a beautiful response. Thank you so much for coming on today. And Mm. I've got No doubt that I will talk to you very soon.